WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on domain masters please welcome your host okay thanks thanks a lot guys this is mike mann here i'm on my approximately ninth or tenth episode of domain masters here at webmasterradio.fm and it's been fantastic so far we've had a lot of the world's best internet marketing experts and domain name and search engine experts and uh here we are yet again with a friend of mine, Morgan Linton, who's another internet domain name marketing expert. And we're happy to have Morgan. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mike. Really happy to be here. Um, I like to get started on these shows where you just give me the background, how you arrived, where you are today, what you've been doing, where you're from, and I guess you know what your projects are and where you're going with this, what you're trying to accomplish. And then uh, you know I'll fill in with some questions and whatnot. So... Go ahead and tell me uh, what's going on. What's your bio? Cool. That sounds great. Um, so, yeah, I started in the domain investing space in 2007 um, at a time where every other domain investor pretty much told me, you're too late. What are you doing? You missed the boat. Um, and my friends and family thought I was crazy because they said, well, didn't the dot-coms crash back in the early 2000s? I said, no, people are buying and selling names <laughs> and you know, nobody really got it and understood it. And um, I started, I think the way that most people start getting into domain names, they read a couple articles about it and they go to DN Journal or somewhere and look at a bunch of domain sales and go, holy crap, I can register a bunch of these. And if I just sell one for 25,000 bucks, I'm set. Uh, and so I took my entire life savings at that time. I think I was, I want to say 24 or 25. And it was like tens of thousands of dollars. It was a meaningful amount of money for me. I put it all into domain names, called my family and friends, told them what a great move I had made. Uh, and then about uh, three or four months later went, why are none of these selling? Uh, what's happening? <laughs> and my dad was <laughs> saying, did you just waste all your money? I said, no, 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 this is, this is going to work out, I swear. And I thought, you know what, I should talk to some experts. And uh, I talked to uh, some experts in the domain space, and they said, yeah, you bought a lot of junk. <laughs> they said, did you just hand register all those and just make stuff up? And I'm like, yeah, but like one of the first names I registered that I was so sure would be great was IWantASegway.com. Uh, which not only is it a trademark <laughs> violation, but it's also a terrible domain name. Um, and that was the one I thought was really going to make me rich. Um, so, you know, after a bit of pain and suffering, I realized, wait a second, there's probably got to be more of a method to the madness than just randomly picking stuff that sounds good and happens to be available. Um, and at that point, I was out of money, though. So I had to figure yeah. out what do I do. 
Um, and so I thought, well, I know how to develop stuff and I've done affiliate marketing before. Maybe I can put something on these names. And I had really believed in .us, which I found out wasn't a great move. So I had bought about half of my portfolio was .us names. Um, and I thought, hey, if okay. you're a business in the U.S., why not pay $5,000 for a .us name that I made up? Um, right. Not a lot of interest, but I developed a website, stimuluscheck.us. And this was almost like my last ditch attempt where I was like, I've spent my life savings. I look like a fool. Uh, it's not really working out. What am I going to do? And I put a website on it and I got a phone call from my hosting provider about two weeks later saying, we're going to shut down your hosting account. I said, what are you talking yeah. about? Oh, why are you shutting my account down? And they said, we think you're doing something suspicious. This site we looked at the registration date. You just registered it two months ago, and it already has all this traffic. We don't know what's going on, but it's, we don't want to be a part of it. Now, what are you talking right. about? And I went and looked at my AdSense account, and my AdSense account had about $4,000 in it. And I went, oh, wow, I think this is doing well. I went and looked on Google, and StimulusCheck.us had outranked the IRS uh, and their website with information about stimulus checks and had become like the go-to place. Um, that made back all of the money that I had wasted on junky domains uh, within its first year. I made a bunch of clones of the site, sold half of those to an investor in Asia, took that money to rebuild my portfolio. And that's really how I got started. So it was from kind of like a cool. series, of, series of mistakes where I learned my lesson. And kind of in that process, I also started a blog that was originally going to be like a journal to myself. And then that kind of grew kind of along with my business. Um, and fast forward to today... Uh, and the business has grown considerably. In 2011, it eclipsed the amount of money I was making at my day job. Um, I had a okay. good job working for a startup making six figures, but started making more money buying and selling and monetizing domain names. Um, and then okay. over the last couple of years, I've seen the business grow dramatically through helping startups acquire domain names. Um, and we've just been very lucky to have some really great clients and some really amazing startups. And we've really laser focused on helping startups acquire OneWord.coms, typically in the $250,000 to $500,000 range. And um, we're under confidentiality on most of those. But I can tell you that we've helped some of the most recognized, most well-funded startups in the world get the name that they now uh, reside on, which has been an amazing experience. Um, okay. And kind of through that process... I got inspired by the startup space and realized that uh, while I love domain names and was making good money with domains, I kind of wanted to do a startup full-time, not necessarily run a domain business full-time. Um, so uh, my wife wanted to do the same thing. She had actually come up with uh, a really cool idea and had won a startup competition. And we thought, hey, let's give this a shot. And um, we ended up connecting up with Mark Cuban, uh, and he funded the company back in – uh, September of 2012, and uh, since October 1st of 2012, we've been running Fashion Metric full-time, which is uh, essentially the first of its kind. It's a brand new way for guys to shop for clothes online. We built a technology that eliminates size charts and allow guys to buy stuff and know that it's going to fit them, and uh, we've been chugging away at la that for the last uh, year and a half. The main business still still running strong, but I have a, a really great team that's uh, doing most of the work over there. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so let me just uh, touch on a, a few of uh, the points you made. First of all, with respect to fashionmetric.com, you said it allows men um, – where they don't have to try on the clothes and they don't have to be sized. What is the yeah. trick to that? 
Yeah. So it's interesting. You know, we started like one of the big kind of startup methodologies we follow is the lean startup principles, which is the whole idea of that a lot of startups go ahead and build something before they know people actually need it. So a lot of startups will like raise money, hire a bunch of developers, build something, and then a year later they'll go, oh, wait, nobody actually wanted to use this and then shut the company down. Uh, and lean is all about doing it in the opposite order. So figuring out if there's a need first. So we actually knew we wanted to do something in the shopping space. We didn't know what. So we actually traveled around New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Miami, and we talked to guys uh, and girls at first, both men and women, asking them about their shopping habits. We found that women were pretty happy with their shopping options, a lot of options. They liked the selection. They loved browsing. It was a fun experience. Ubiquitously with guys, we found that guys hated shopping for clothes. They hated doing it in stores, and they hated doing it online because they didn't like browsing. They may like clothes, and they might like a great-looking shirt or a great-looking pair of pants. They just don't like to go through the process of finding it. Um, mm -hmm. And so this recurring theme kept coming up from guys saying, oh, I just wish I could buy my clothes online. I buy everything on Amazon, but when I search for dress shirts on Amazon, there's 180,000 results. I can't really search through that. It's just too much work. Right. And we said, well, why? what's stopping you from buying online? And it just kept coming up, this thing of fit. Well, I can't try it on, so how do I know if it fits me? And if I get it and I have to return it, that's a hassle. Because the whole online return thing actually works a lot better for women than for men. Women are okay buying seven pairs of shoes and returning six of them and keeping one. You send a guy seven pairs of shoes, he forgets to return all seven pairs, ends up keeping them, getting his card charged for all seven, and then goes, screw that, I'm never doing that again. Um, because guys yeah. are lazy when it comes to shopping. And so my wife's background is mathematical modeling and algorithm design. And she actually dropped out of her PhD to start Fashion Metric. So she actually took some of the techniques that she was doing in her PhD, which is more of a bioinformatics approach, applied that to sizing. And we built really the first algorithm of its kind where in under 30 seconds, with a little bit of information from a guy, we can generate the exact same measurements that a tailor does. And then our stylist at Fashion Metric can actually use that data to match those guys up with clothes that are going to fit them. Sure. Well, that sounds like a really cool site. So again, that's fashionmetric.com for people yes. that want to check that out. Yes. Um, I'd also like to note that Morgan has his blog online, morganlinton.com. You can also see about some of his past domain sales that he's done as a domain broker and dealer, um, all his speaking engagements and all sorts of cool stuff on his site, morganlinton.com. And also you can find me online, of course, at mikeman.com. Hey, Mike, um, one thing I'll throw out there just for listeners of this show, uh, I'll do this special right now. I wasn't even thinking of this, but I'll do it while we're throwing it out there. For anyone that's listening that wants to buy from Fashion Metric, I will give them a 25% discount for being a listener of Domain Masters. I'll create the coupon. If you're doing it live right now, you're not going to get it, but once we hang up, I'll create the coupon on our system. But if you enter Domain Masters 25, all caps, I'll, I'll uh, make sure that coupon gives you 25% off your whole order. Very good. So again, Domain Masters 25 will give you a 25% discount at fashionmetric.com. Uh, Morgan, we're going to go to a break and I'll, we'll be back in a minute. Sounds great. Thank you. For this short break, stay tuned. Are your online conversions still lagging behind your competitors? Then it's time to master your skills in website conversion optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference San Francisco, March 17th through the 19th. Brasco from WebmasterRadio.fm here inviting you to the biggest ever conversion conference in San Francisco. It's the only digital marketing conference that's entirely focused on getting more web visitors through your conversion funnel. Join your colleagues and learn from leading conversion experts like Tim Ash. 
Brian Eisenberg, and Bart Schutz. Bring your entire team and see what difference these three days with the world's best conversion optimizers can do to your revenue and bottom line. Come to Conversion Conference, where top companies get ideas and strategies for more effective websites and online campaigns. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get a $150 discount on their pass. Simply register online at ConversionConference.com with promo code WMFM or click on the Conversion Conference logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm website. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm presents PRSA Diversity Today. PRSA members leading the PRSA Diversity Initiative. Look at the many roles diversity plays in the public relations profession. PRSA Diversity Today. On demand anytime inside the PRSA channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Great. Thanks so much. We're back with Mike Mann here, and I have Morgan Linton as my guest today. And we're talking about domains, startup, internet web companies, and a variety of other topics. Um, Morgan, I just want to ask you some more about your history, and then sure. I want to ask you some more questions about premium domain names, essentially. Um, in your bio, it says you're born in Berkeley, California. Yes. Which is, you know, one of the coolest places in the country. I've spent tons of time there. And I've seen a lot of Grateful Dead shows there back in the day cool. and oh, had a lot of fun in Berkeley. <laughs> you're too young. You're a very but... <laughs> lucky guy, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, Berkeley's a great place, really cool place to grow up. Um, and, yeah, it's a really great, great community, good people, and it's amazing to see. It makes me feel old, but every time I come back, I'm like, wow, it's changed so much, and it seems like it's getting more modern, but I realize I'm just getting older. <laughs> <laughs> Were your parents hippies or something? Yes, both were. One hippie from New York, another hippie from L.A., and they converged and picked a pretty darn good city for two hippies. <laughs> cool. I probably hung out with them in the Greek theater 30 years ago. I, I was going to say, you guys have probably crossed paths more times than, than we know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so I want to ask you about a few other things. Um, 
Again, you said you had invested in a bunch of .us domain names back yes. in the day, right? Yes, I did. And the I and sure, there's this there's this uh, fantasy that everybody was going to want and need those. Yep, yep. It was a great not that fantasy. nobody wanted them, but it's not that there's no demand at all. It's just it's light demand and the and the value of the yes. bids is very low. Exactly. Yeah, it's not that nobody wants them. It's that. Nobody wants to pay more than a hundred or two hundred dollars for them, and that's kind of the you know. And it took I don't know. It took probably like five or six people to make me realize this. I think you were one of them too. Where I showed them my portfolio, and they're just like, "Yeah, get rid of all that stuff and just buy .com." I was like, "No, no, no!" But .us is going to do it. They're like, "Sure, whatever." But like, buy .com, and it right. just like took a while for me to get that. And then as I started buying .coms. And you know, I'm, I've always been all about end-user outreach, and that's what really kind of differentiated Linton Investments, our company, from I think a lot of other companies, is that we're just laser-focused on really hardcore, real-deal end-user sales. So most of the sales we do are on the phone; they're made through cold calling, and we just do lots and lots and lots of phone calls. Um, yeah. And so that's where .us really underperformed. Is I would talk to a company, I'd go, "Hey, I've got you know fact." Factory.us, and you guys are really branding around the term factory. Do you want it? They'd be like, oh, no, but hey, if you get us factory.com, that'd be great. And I'm like, oh, I don't have that one. Um, and sure. so I found that, especially when you're talking to somebody on the phone or even sending somebody a random email, if you've got the .com, you have a dramatically higher response rate than a dot anything else because when it comes to an end user, they want the .com. They'll settle for something else if they can't get the .com, but they want the .com. Sure. Um- so that leads into the current situation. You know, back in the day, .us was rolled out, .info was rolled out. Sure. Then we started moving into cool country codes, .co for Columbia. So there are all these opportunities mm-hmm. at creating new inventory, which is what people are talking about now, this magical creation of new inventory. But you can create a lot of .com inventory too, most of which has no value. And yes. you can create an unlimited amount of new TLD inventory through changing the words and the letters around, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, is it doesn't create any value for anybody. Correct. Yeah. I think that, you know, the, the, the stage that we're getting into, and I've talked about this a lot on my blog, and um, I think like a good example is like Deals Plus, which started as DealsPL.us. Um, and Everyone went, wow, it's a terrible domain name. It was a terrible domain name. But, you know, I think we're really moving into a time where you have to look at the two sides of the market, which is if you're a startup founder, uh, I think now you have more opportunities than ever to brand around a name that's brandable, that people can remember. It's not a .com, and I think that's fine. And I think why? That, why, would any, why would anybody want to do that? Uh, budget and being able to pick their first choice. No, all right, well, tell me, all right, but again, that's where we have a – divergence of opinion because sure, sure. the thing is is that there are already millions of premium dot coms that are not being used that are already on the marketplace. So yeah. there's at least a million between, you know, buydomains.com and domainmarket.com. Totally. Yeah. And and again, there's hundreds of thousands of those you could buy for five hundred bucks. Yeah, I, exactly. And I just think it comes down to whether the startup wants to pick their first choice brand name or their second or third or fourth choice. And that's a lot of what we do. No, right now, but what I'm saying is they'll never get their first choice because it's taken as a .com. So if they get a different extension, that's not their first choice. So again, let's, let's go back to your .us example. 
Sure. Let's pretend uh, the question is what's more relevant, you know, beachhouses.us or beachhousesus.com. Yeah. What I would say, I know we have different opinion here. What I would say is it all depends on what you do with it. So like a good example is like hellobrit.com. Uh, she originally wanted brit.com. That was out of her budget. She raised seven million bucks, and after she raised seven million dollars, she rebranded to Brit.co. Same thing with BarkBox. BarkBox raised, I think, a similar amount, about six million dollars. They wanted Bark.com. Price was too high, but they wanted to call it Bark. They spent twenty thousand bucks and got Bark.co. Both of those companies are two right, but of the again, hottest so, companies. So again, and I own some of the best.co, so I know a lot yes. about this. Yeah, and I own Art.co and Bank.co, CreditCards.co. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, is there, that, those are the best among them. That's extremely similar to Com. Sure. It's very sure. well marketed. It's one yes. of the first ones. It gets yes. type in traffic. Yes. And they're still extremely hard to sell in brand. So the yes. issue becomes with hundreds of, and thousands of new extensions, the best ones being given away for free by Google and yeah. Yahoo and Microsoft yeah. and whomever, yeah. Uh, I just I don't see how those thousands and thousands of extensions that nobody's ever heard of are going to get any end users to pay for them. Yeah, I think that the pricing will have to be very low. And that's where I think, you know, from an investor standpoint, I think there is almost zero opportunity, maybe 0.5% opportunity if you can get some really good ones. But I think most investors that dump a bunch of money to new TLDs will find it's impossible to sell them even for the price they paid for them. So I think it's very dangerous from the investor side. And that's a big concern I have also with just all the people that hear about them and aren't in our industry and don't know about how it works and go, oh, cool. And they go and register 100 dot bike domains thinking, oh, man, I'm going to make a fortune. And they go through the same pain that I went through with dot US. I think there's going to be a lot of people that really get burned that way. I think where there's opportunity is if there's a startup and they're all about teaching people about HTML and they want to call the startup HTML guru and the owner of HTMLguru.com wants 50,000 bucks and the startup's just a few guys that are bootstrapping it. Hey, if they can get HTML.guru for yeah. 40 bucks and prove out the idea. Yeah, but again, these are exceptional cases. There are going to be thousands of tags and you'll have a few exceptional cases where people want them and need them and make good yeah. use of them. Again, you yeah. have to keep in mind that if they don't renew them, then they're just going to be thrown away anyway. Exactly. Yeah, um, I think the bulk of them are going to be... I have to go to a, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm Let's go to a break, and we'll be right back and pick up on this topic. Great. That sounds good. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs, and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen, we care, we serve our customers, and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com radio. You have made it to the Merchant Help Desk. We'll break down ways to succeed in your online marketing operation, SEO for e-commerce, legal issues, PCI compliance, and more. Merchant Help Desk, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. 
Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Welcome to the WordPress Community Podcast. The essential source for news and information on the most popular blog publishing tool on earth. The WordPress Community Podcast, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, thanks a lot. You're back with your host, Mike Mann, here on Domain Masters Radio on webmasterradio.fm. I'm here with my friend Morgan Linton, who's another Internet expert. We've been talking about a variety of things, including new global top-level domains, speculating as to their potential uh, marketability in the future and their potential profitability. I think uh, we have a slight divergence of opinion, but we're both on the same page in the sense that it's not going to be quite the home run of .com. It's just a matter of uh, what level of success it might achieve. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think we agree. I mean, I think in kind of the common ground that we agree on is that I I think that it's just as a warning to anyone that sees new GTLDs and thinks, hey, this is a new opportunity for me to get in in the domain investment game. I just strongly urge anyone that thinks that to really think twice because I think – there are going to be a lot of people that lose a lot of money trying to invest in these. I think the resale value is going to be terrible. Um, and I do think that, yeah, there's going to be a few winners. Like I think .app will probably do relatively well. .guru seems to have done pretty well out of the gate. But at the end of the day, I think it depends on if a company buys a name and has some funding or has a good team and builds something great on it, I think we'll see some wins there. But as for anyone trying to build a quick site or to do a quick flip, Ooh, I think it's I think it's going to be rough. Sure, well, I appreciate that. I want to talk about a couple other topics, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Um, the one thing I always ask everybody about is new payment processing platforms. I personally am trying to start a company called Cashless.com. Hmm. Among other things, it's going to be a merchant service provider, hmm. and we have to decide what sort of payment methodologies we're going to accept. Cool. So. Um, as a potential investor, as a potential provider of merchant processing, should I be investing in and leveraging Bitcoin or other payment methodologies like that? I would say so. I mean, Bitcoin, while it is highly speculative and nobody knows where it's going, uh, it's here. It's a dominant player, and uh, there's enough people involved now, especially enough credible people involved now, that I think it's just too hard to ignore. I think there'll be some, you know, for a few years at least of it kind of sorting itself out. Um, but I think that, you know, fast forward to five years from now, it'll be a standard a standard payment option. 
Well, I appreciate that. You think literally Bitcoin or, or one of the competitors? You think Bitcoin's already the winner? I think Bitcoin's already the winner. Um, it depends. I mean, for, first mover advantage or at least first massive marketing push uh, gives you a big lead. So it would take a lot of really bad publicity, I think, to hurt Bitcoin. Um, and there's so much innovation being done around Bitcoin specifically. I think it'll probably emerge and as the leader and it may consolidate and buy up some of its competitors over time. Um, I could possibly see that happening, but I think it's still early. I think now it's just the big speculators and it's interesting because, you know, I know some people, I know two people, one that put their money in gold, uh, in 2000, I think it was 2012 towards the end of 2012. The other put their money in Bitcoin and one is down a few thousand bucks and the other became a millionaire. (laughs) Now, not that that's a normal thing, but it's one of those things where it's like when you have something highly speculative like that, uh, it's pretty amazing to see some of the things that have happened to people that just kind of. Yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're sort of a risk taker and you're paying attention to the details. Yeah. So, um, I appreciate all that. I want to congratulate you on your marriage, obviously, and all the good work you guys are doing together and separately. And thank you. And I really appreciate you uh, coming on my show and, talking about all the different topics. Uh, there's a lot more I want to talk to you about, so I have to bring you on another time because I'm running out of time here because we had, we no had a worries. good conversation. I, I'd, be, I'd be more than happy to. This was a lot of fun, Mike. Yeah, I'd definitely love to do it again. Cool. So you can find Morgan Linton online at morganlinton.com. You can find him on Facebook. He's connected to my Facebook as well. Uh, and you can find his company, Fashion Metrics, online and a great site. Thank you very much for your time, Morgan. Great. Thanks so much, Mike. Been an honor to be here. I really appreciate it. Okay, buddy. Take care. All right. You too. Take care. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.